0: The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. telephone number at making your home great is 919-860-9783. If you've got a question about what we're talking about or anything else that has to do with your home
1: or life advice.
0: Life ad- <laughs> Yes. Right,
2: we do therapy.
0: Yeah, the therapy. Right. We're going to do therapy for people love advice. You know, sometimes people think that they need something and they don't, they need something else. Okay. Mm. So if you're calling up about your attic or your need for a for a generator, it may just mean that you need a new house. <laughs> Which is we're gonna tell you. Let me tell you who's in studio. We've got Joel Worsham from Comfort First Heating and Air. We're gonna talk about what?
3: Talking about generators today.
0: Generators. We're in the hurricane season, so that's gonna happen. Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration, right here with us. How you doing, Bernard? Really good. We can't narrow down Bernard to anything, no. because you can bring him anything uh, within
2: reason that's old, and he'll rejuvenate it. Yeah, we work in 30 categories. 30
0: categories. (sighs) Mm -hmm. And, of course, Brock Emmons, regular co-host. Brock is with the Triangle Radiant Barrier. Hello, sir. Hello, Dave. How are you? Good. So top to bottom, we can talk about anything, so call us up. 919-860-9783. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Let's talk. Uh, talk first with Joel about uh, about the need for generators.
3: Well, as you said just a few minutes ago, uh, we are in the hurricane season right now, yeah. And uh, now's the time to to be prepared. So, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are are uh, are thinking about generators because yeah. they're working from home now uh, with the with the COVID going on. There's a lot more. Uh, personnel working from home and families at home and we're in the the heat right now and it's good to keep the air condition going and and have those generators uh are ready ready to fire up and uh, take that load
0: i've got somebody in my family working from home who works for an international company mm-hmm. they don't care that it's raining in raleigh <laughs> they really don't they want the stuff done and they're doing everything by internet yeah so you got to keep the power on.
3: You got to keep the power on. Uh got to keep the AC on, keep the refrigerator going. Uh Amen. just the necessities, but now with the way the generators are, uh the way that we set them up, uh it's not just about having just one particular thing. Uh we design it to set it up where your your whole house is functional. Uh and that that that's yeah. the that's the the bottom line. I mean, you know, uh like yesterday, uh we were in a customer's house that had health issues i mean just yeah. uh just simply uh needing some help with uh with breathing yeah. uh, had having some uh some other uh ailments that had needed for devices to kind of keep him functional and and when he loses power uh yeah. you know he has to either find somebody to take him in or or go to a a healthcare facility which can be um, you know expensive yeah. uh can be uh, uh just a little bit uh, as far as um, you know just take him out of his norm sure. and so uh, he he got us to come out to his house yesterday and uh, we've designed him to have a generator at his house so he can uh, he can function and stay stay at home and be comfortable. Just to be clear he's not coming out the morning after a storm
0: and pulling the chain on a Briggs and Stratton.
3: Oh no these generators automatically uh, have power sensing technology and yeah. as soon as the power is off uh, within seconds. They're on and and run in full capacity.
1: I, I remember last year when the power went off in my neighborhood, and it seemed like it was off for days. Yep. I mean that that's a that's a problem, especially if you're not able to run your air conditioner, your heater, if all yep. your food goes bad, uh, or you want to charge something as small as a <laughs> cell, phone. <laughs> cell
3: phone. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. These, yeah.
1: these generators really pay themselves off very quickly.
3: You know they they do, uh, and you know they're affordable. Uh, what I mean by that is, is you know, we have great financing plans. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at what the cost is to find a place to stay or to just be without, uh, what what is a dollar amount as far as comfort goes? I mean, you know, when you're in the middle of a hurricane and it's raining like a monsoon, it has you know you have. 105% humidity going on there. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like going out in the backyard and getting the old, uh, the old portable 5KW fired up yep. and, and then have a piece of plywood lay over top of that? Or would you rather just have... <laughs> knowing that, <laughs> right. okay, I'm a, I'm going to have a generator fire up here in just a few minutes and yeah, that's uh, right. a few seconds, yeah. and I can keep watching, you know, yeah. Premier Soccer or, or this old house uh-huh. on, on TV or whatever, you know. That's so, a good one. That's you know, a good one. I mean, you know, you just... It just brings you comfort, gives you a peace of mind, and I guess that's what that's what we're looking for. Excellent,
0: Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. Thirty different categories. What are the thirty? I mean, <laughs> there's
3: lots of them. So lots of
2: pianos them. to porcelain. We often say.
0: anything. I when I look at your brochures and things, I think anything that you would say is worth keeping when it breaks. You're gonna go ahead and fix right.
2: it. Right. It has to do with restoring family memories, which means that it has to be something that's sentimental. Something right. that's important to you. And that's how we end up with all those categories, because it can be anything in your house that means something to you. Your record player, yeah. your radio, your lamp, your you know, your porcelain piece that was broken somehow or it's just gotten aged or uh your furniture.
0: Now but, I've got a bunch of old radios, but you told me that there's there's another people there's a bunch of other people in line To get the radios repaired.
2: Yeah, I believe we have 25 people in the queue for the evaluation of their radio. Wow. And it takes a while to get that done. But then we produce a proposal, and then someone can decide whether they want to spend the money to have it working and look beautiful or just technically working.
1: Well, this is something that's been several weeks in the making. We're all pretty excited about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave here has been talking about this world-renowned lamp that he would like to bring in and, and yes. have Berner take a look at. Well, it's it's in front of you there. T- tell us what you see. Yeah,
2: well, I see uh, a 1918-1919 lamp, um, and it's the Liberty Lady. It's like the lay yeah. commerce, it yeah. says. And so she is made from a pot metal, which is a zinc and nickel combination. (laughs) It doesn't sound expensive. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, what they call pot metal is kind of the slang term for, you know, the combination of metals that they cast it into. And she's standing (laughs) on the bow of a ship, um, and she has a little anchor in front. And she has kind of a gold antique glaze and a very small light bulb uh, fitting in the socket. And so she's got a broken hand. And the bow, the prow of the ship is broken off, and her arm is broken off. So this, Other than this, that can't, is perfect. this can't be fixed. Uh, we just got to throw this away. Well, right? I don't. Know. <laughs> well, that's Dave's decision. But I think the lamp can be restored. It definitely can. First, we would do rewiring. To make sure that everything is good for – because, man, you want to be careful when you're plugging in something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it doesn't even have an AC cord right now, so it needs a new cord. It's a good thing it doesn't, yes. (laughs) And then we would use a product called J.B. Weld, which is interesting to homeowners, which is an epoxy that's made for metals. Sure. And so that gets the, you know, the fittings back on. And then we have to cast. So we'll make a new casting for, you know, the parts that are missing, for the the sprout of the boat – you know, oh, we wow. would make a new casting so that we would make it out of a modeling clay or out of a epoxy as well. And then we would repaint and glaze and then refinish the wood on the bottom.
0: When you say repaint and glaze, there's no point in going at this and trying to clean it and, well, and do...
2: That's a great question, Dave, because yeah. basically we're through the paint to the zinc and nickel mix. Yeah. And what happens is it's got to have new paint, otherwise it'll look just like pewter. Yeah, I don't want that. Do you know that. what I mean? You don't want that pewter look. It's got a nice antique uh, finish on it. <laughs> and so what we need to do is to repaint it in gold and then antique it like it was in 1918.
0: Ooh. You're going to antique it? Yeah. So so that you... doesn't make sense to me. All right. So I but... thought you're de-antiquing this <laughs> <thing>.
2: <laughs> So what we would do is to paint it with this uh, bronzy gold that you have here originally. Yeah. So the whole piece would be painted, and then we'd take a stipple brush and we stipple it with antiquing and glazing to make the edges all take in some dark. Yeah. So that it still looks old. We don't want it to look, you know, brand no, new Chinese. No, no. You know, from the visitor center. You want it to look like something <laughs> that really came from that time frame. So this is a porcelain edge here on your light fixture and that yeah. can be cleaned really nice. And then some here is brass. These are brass. Okay. So this can be polished and this tube is actually brass. So when that gets brightened it'll look like real brass. Really? But the lady herself is yeah, she, cast from this pot metal, so it has to be antique. painted and antiqued. This, was,
0: this was my grandpa's. Ah, cool. I never saw it in his house because she is not fully – she is toga dressed is what she is, right?
2: <laughs> Too much leg showing. She's right? showing a lot of leg and a lot of
0: shoulder, and my grandmother would have never had that in the house.
2: <laughs> not, not for it huh? it, huh?
0: But we inherited it. Can you imagine what that could have cost somebody in
2: 1919? Oh, probably about $8. $8? Yeah. If somebody hadn't printed money since then, uh, we'd be about the same amount <laughs> to pay for Dollars. it. Now, okay. Somebody's printing money, right? Yeah. None <laughs> of my,
0: let's just be honest. None of my ancestors spent a lot of money on anything. Mm. Okay? So any antiques I get, it's from me or my wife. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the the previous Alexanders didn't have a nickel. So, I think I want
2: it done. Okay, very good. So you'd probably be in about the five hundred bucks range.
0: Five hundred bucks.
2: So now you get to measure how sentimental you really are about <laughs> that.
0: Five hundred bucks. Oh.
2: Right? How, how so, long does
3: something like this take to, to do?
2: Well, that's a great question. We usually end up about a hundred dollars an hour for all the time that's spent. So you would be somewhere in about the three quarters of a day. Oh wow! You know, over the time, but it would be. Uh, two different people working on it. The gentleman who does the brass in our shop, and then does the rewiring, and then it would be a second one of our finishers that would yeah. do the paint and the glazing and the antiquing. Right. So see, it's two guys. So you gotta have to. Oh, you know, yeah, get yeah. two two of our staff to work Listen, on. Listen, so, yeah, it's
0: a great question. You guys mm-hmm. do stuff that y- y- a lot of people assume the skill is gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, oh, you got a clock from. 150 years ago, who are we going to get to repair that?
2: Right. Well, we just finished a clock. 1775 was wow. shipped from, really? from London, England to Charleston, South Carolina in 1776.
0: Was it a tall clock it like
2: this? A... It was 104 inches tall. Ooh. Wow. So it won't even fit in the customer's house. So we had to undo the legs from the bottom so it would fit in her house. All right. I like this. Thing. So that was a total restoration mm-hmm. uh, $25,000 value Ooh. clock. Wow! Just just delivered. Oh, and I got an eight dollar
0: lamp. <laughs> just, eight bucks.
2: You know what? I'm I'm going to get on the web
0: right now and look up Krylon. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Would Krylon stick?
2: No, nah, You probably would if you clean it first. From
0: pay, From from pot metal.
2: Yeah. Pot metal. Yeah, so see you have the three different things it needs the wiring, the repairs, and the finish. I totally get that. So hey, you're worth yeah. it. You're so worth then, it. then but you I can totally do it yourself. That. I mean that's part of what this show is about. How do we help a homeowner?
0: That's a good idea. Right? With uh, what
2: they can do themselves.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, my wife is listening and she has already looked up Krylon and halfway to the, <laughs> halfway to the paint store. Telephone number here is nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine Eight six zero nine seven eight three. If you've got a question either about attic insulation or under the house, what is it? Uh,
1: mold remediation, mold remediation, crawl right, space,
0: crawl space uh, encapsulation. If you've got a question about generators, or you got a question about something that's a family heirloom and you want some ideas about it, call us up now. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Making your home great. This is making your home great. We'd love to do that with you. Call us up with any home repair question, 919-860-9783. We're with Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. You heard him accurately estimate the cost grandpa spent out for (laughs) the lamp back in 1919. Might have been great grandpa at that point. And Joel Worsham of Comfort First, heating and air. Did you at ever at any time or do you now sell those smaller
3: generators? Uh no, we we don't So we sell the ones that are permanently fixed. Uh, yeah. you know, we our smallest generator I think that we have uh, is like around a sixteen KW. So ours are gonna be the permanently fixed, permanently fastened in place concrete pad right. uh generators that are gonna, gonna power your whole house.
0: See I'm my question is because Not knowing anything about anything in terms of electricity, Mm sixteen kW. What's that going to run for me?
3: Uh, You know, a a good budget on a typical install is anywhere between nine and eleven thousand dollars. But see, the 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 thing about it is,
0: well, that's not what I mean. I mean, when it's running, how much of my house is going to run?
3: Right. Well, it's going to depend on what you know the technology that we put in there with it, with like the load management devices yeah uh it, it, you know a 16 kW could do a, a 1200 square foot house with gas heat uh, and an AC uh, an a electric stove a gas water heater that's right. that's big enough to handle handle that capacity right you know so we what we do is we do a, we come out and do a load calculation with an evaluation. Uh, we look at see what type of BTUs that we're going to need for the generator is your gas service large enough uh, we're going to go out there and look at the house uh, we're going to measure it. Uh, we're going to amp draw it. We're going to amp draw all the the heavy appliances, uh, and then we put all those factors together in in an equation, and come in. It comes out with a a, a number that we look at, and then we tell the homeowner, okay, this is what you can have. Um, you know, you may be limited. You may be limited on 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 what you can use, mm-hmm. or this is the next step up that you don't have a limit. Uh, you can full full function. Uh, right. you know, so we give those options to the customers so they can kind of lay out what they really want to have when, when they're mm. without power.
0: And Joel, I want people to realize this is not just for, uh, all right, 50, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, that might have been something that somebody said, oh, as for rich people, mm. you just said yeah. my 1100 square foot house mm-hmm. is at your level.
3: Well, actually, that's, uh, you know, that's a mis, uh, you know, it, most of our customers are middle class customers. Yes. They're not the upper class with the, the, the 4,800 square foot homes or whatever. We're talking about the people that um, blue collar workers, the middle class, the, that has, you know, kids at home, uh, wife's working a job, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the majority of our customers.
1: I mean, it sounds like they work up the math the same way that uh, solar companies do. Uh, solar companies come in, they determine what the kilowatt usage is of the house, and that right. better that gives them an idea of how many solar panels they can put on your roof, which will cancel out the electric bill. Uh-huh. So by coming in in and, and the same type of formula, trying to figure out what kind of usage they're getting in certain areas, will tell you the size of the generator. But it, it's not just storms. I mean, uh, every once in a while, the power goes out, and we have to all rely on Duke to get out there and get it fixed and i'm not going to dig too much further into that but i think we all know that sometimes that can take much longer than we all feel that it should have taken to get the (laughs) power back on
0: and and there are times in the winter we don't get big snowstorms, but we've gotten ice storms and i know people in durham Mm -hmm. who were without power to the point where everything in the freezer is gone and they've been living like you know like they're homeless for well, a while. They, well,
1: the, yeah. if it's if it, the weather's bad enough, they can't even be home. I mean, if it's that cold in there and the heater yeah. is off, that you can freeze to death in your own house. So these are these are homeowners that are having to try to get out of their home and reach out to family to go have a place to stay or to go to a hotel for uh, for a few days. That's a that's a that's a cost. That's I mean, that's, cost. A, that's 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 mm-hmm. money.
3: You know, in this area here, uh, one of the biggest comments that i hear from customers houses when i go out there is they lose power when there is no storm right they they lose power at five (laughs) o'clock when they're kind of trying to get dinner started Uh, they lose power at 3 a.m in the morning yeah for no reason there's not there's not a there's not a car accident there's not a power uh uh, you know uh, 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 a a thunderstorm or anything like that in this area here uh you know you can look at geographical places like uh, out towards Cary and Apex, there's constant construction, constant mm-hmm. uh, road building, so forth. There's inconveniences of power lines being relocated. Well, yep. During those times when are, power lines are being re- relocated, there's power outages.
1: That's right. You yeah. know
3: what I mean? Yeah. So, And the power companies do a great job of trying to coordinate that. During the day, but what if what if you work third shift and you're at home yep. trying to get some sleep, you know, and That's it's right. uh, 98 degrees outside, right? right? So there's all those factors involved as well. You know, we we got a, a customer in the in the Charlotte area that we've uh, installed a generator, and she logged a book. I mean, she has a, a, a actual diary of every day <laughs> that she had power and how long it was. And you know, she went back. We're not going to say the power company's name, but she called the power company. Um, and she's like what what rebates or what refunds do I get back from that right you know yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. they're sorry do, for their inconvenience but do they give her anything no but i looked at her i looked at her log and she was over 60 hours in one year without power okay Now uh, now yeah they might not. if you take the whole time of the year and you would say well that's not that much but you actually think about when you come home from work you're home what eight hours before you're you're 10 hours before you're back at work or whatever can you imagine coming home from a hot day at work or or being in traffic and you come home and you're you got to sit in the dark for two and a half three hours and then when the lights do come on well it's time to time to go to bed or reorganize everything or whatever it's just an inconvenience and the thing about having a standby generator is it's not an inconvenience anymore okay it's it's a it's 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 helping you get through the
2: process well my wife comes to tears about the second day yeah over no electric and yeah. so then she starts to think all right go out there and get those gas generators started you know <laughs> yep. i'm thinking we're going to be a customer because my wife would love to know that every time the power pole gets hit because we're out in the county mm-hmm. every time that one of the poles or the wires gets hit we're down first mm-hmm. you yeah. know so that would she would love to have that uh, as a backup. And Thanks. you think
0: you're first when the repair crews are figuring out who to repair? No, because
1: we're in the county. <laughs> last. Yes, I'm
3: always last. Well yes, the other thing is is you talk about long term and you're getting those gas generators out. Uh you know, a five gallon jug of gas only goes so far. Exactly. Right? It runs out in the middle of the night. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about let's talk about when we had, you know, the ice storm a few years ago and People were getting kerosene and gas uh-huh. and the gas stations running out of gas. We're running out of gas but right. most importantly, right, right, they, right. they didn't have electricity to pump gas. That's right. Oh, so now yeah. what are you going to do? Right? right. So having that standby technology where you're hooked up to your natural gas or to your propane tank, you don't have to worry about that. We're going to yeah.
0: continue this with Joel Worsham, Bernard Mumford, Brock Emmons, and Dave Alexander making your home great. Sometime today, I'm going to figure out how that Facebook thing works, and we're going to get a picture of this lamp uh, up on the uh, up on the Facebook. Um, I, I know how to, to work it for myself, but not for the radio station. I can show it to my friends, but I want to show it to everybody on WPTF's um, Facebook account. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Air, talking about generators, and Bernard Mumford about Mumford Restoration. Uh, we're going to talk about fire and water damage. If you've ever seen what happens just in a small fire or even a big fire.
2: Yeah, well, we have a recent uh, customer, Mrs. Walker, who's down in the Pinehurst area. Had yes. A terrible fire. And yes. She has nine-foot ceilings, and she has this one. You know, we got 45 pieces from her house. Um, she had a very fine collection of stuff, but the heat that comes to the top of the ceiling in a fire is amazing. Bubbles so she, it up, doesn't it? So she it? has a nine-foot-tall uh, pier mirror, which means it's a wooden frame, a beautiful gilded edge, you know, a beveled glass mirror. And then it sits on a marble uh, slate um, top, and then it sits on a wood base. So it's a three pieces. And the very top was literally charred. I mean, when you start scraping, we're an eighth of an inch deep into the wood to get the charcoal off of the wood. And so we just finished this piece. You know, and the base was much less burned, but the top was incredibly uh, burned, very difficult to scrape. And a couple of pieces had to be refabricated, you know, carved. Sure. And now we're about to um, finish the gilding on the edge, and the glass broke into about 40 pieces. Mm. So we're getting a new mirror made. Let's
0: let's be clear. You guys didn't break it, right? The fire did exactly. <laughs> right. Thanks,
2: Dave. Yeah. So then we finished the wood now, and the wood just looks beautiful. Um, the now the gilding will be done. The marble got polished and cleaned, and then the base is ready. So it's going to be ready to go back to her house. Now they just tore down her house. They determined that oh, the fire was too bad, my. and so you know that's the that whole negotiation with the insurance company. They tore the whole down, da- whole house down to the ground, and now they're just starting. So it looks like we'll be holding on to her. 45 pieces or so for, you know, quite a while until we get everything completed. It was like 40 pieces of art Mm. and 20 pieces of furniture and, you know, some miscellaneous pieces and brass pieces and lamps.
1: Well, can you imagine losing your home, Mm but somebody like Bernard is out there that can restore a lot of your your Mm -hmm. things, your personal belongings. I mean, it... You're, you're really doing a, her a service is what it sounds like. Exactly,
2: And then we get a lot of emotion, you know, at the end because some of her possessions are saved. You know, the leather chairs are goner. We're going to need to try to find her a new leather chair. Yeah. She had, you know, about $8,000 leather chairs mm. and those are goner. They were just too cooked. And so when we come back with the pieces that we do have, it's like Christmas again. we get a lot of emotion, you know, a lot of joy out of. Uh, having restored the things that are important to her. And then if you're a a customer that has all rooms to go, furniture, unfortunately, probably goes into the dumpster. (laughs) You know, if you have a lot of Ikea stuff, you can't even move it. So, you know, we're talking about things that were made and were handed down. You know, sentimental again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I
1: think we all have some. I mean, I can't think of anybody that I know that doesn't have something of their grandfathers, their grandmothers, their great aunt. Something that was passed down through the family. And although it might not have a a lot of financial value, it means something to each one of those people. Uh, And if they're able to bring it back to life and and something they can then pass down to their kids, that's that's really what it's about.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. we want to bring you out of what we call sentimental neverland where you have something in the attic. And you don't know whether you could even use it because it's so ugly, it's so worn, it's so dried out. Right. Uh, And then you think, well, gosh, do I want to spend money on it or I just want to leave it in the attic? So we tried to be helpful in deciding whether that piece should come out of the attic and let's make it look great or let's get rid of that thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going through now. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> And so now
2: what I'd like to announce, Dave, is I'm going to do this free as the example. No, you're not. No, no. I am. No, I want to no, do it not. as the example for the radio show, no. man. I am excited. You... I'm going to do this thing. We're going to take the before, and we're going to do the after, and you guys will be blown away. There oh. better be tears, Dave, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> it was
0: clearly my grandpa's. Favorite lamp. <laughs> because, because, of course, it's a little naughty.
3: <laughs> that's,
0: that's the way my grandpa was. Uh, I he think li- it'll
3: turn out cool. He liked yeah.
0: girls that showed a little leg. So, well, thank you for that. Also yeah. in studio, jo- Joel Worsham. Joel, can I tell you about how many times my lights have gone out? <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, you talked about, you talked about um, a 16K watt system mm-hmm. 16 kilowatt system mm-hmm. Ta- tell me a story about a bigger well, house situation
3: our our most popular uh generator size is going to be the 20 kw uh that's the that's the most common yeah um uh, you know we it we do all different types of generators uh but you know there's times where you get to a, a large home that has a lot of heat pumps yeah uh you know electric heat heat pumps not gas um, and you know you you might have to get into a, a liquid cool generator and a liquid cool generator runs is an engine like your car it has a radiator in it that 's kind of yeah. keeping the the circulation to keep the engine block cool and you 're going to get into a, a generator of of that magnitude uh, you 're going to be getting into a little more of a process you know going to have to have some a crane out there and, and some backhoes and so oh, forth yeah. you know but sometimes you have to get to that situations to allow. Uh, us to do the project but it it, it's more or less what the customer wants now could that that particular house been in a smaller generator absolutely but that particular house which was down towards Vass, actually um uh, that customer uh was preparing this house uh in case something happened to him yeah that his wife would not have to worry about you know the electricity and you know he said "I, i want her to have full function of anything she wants so that was the situation that we put in there for yeah, it. Yeah, because how could you explain to your wife, Well, we're only gonna have half. I yeah, don't wanna be yeah. doing that. Yeah, you know, three three heat three heat pumps on the on the side of the house and and, yeah. and this is a one story house. Well and and That's it, how that's how large this house was at well, a, a large as, as like a shape of a U. Mm. but it was you know, and he's like we don't it's only two of us living there, but we don't live in just one side of that house. And he said, mm-hmm. you know he just—I just want my—I well, want my wife to be happy. I want her to be happy and content, and I want her to be taken care of. So that's what we did.
0: Automatic kick on. It's gonna go on when the lights go off. Yeah.
3: So the the generators we do have an automatic transfer switch. Yeah,
0: uh, I knew it had yeah. a special name.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's an automatic transfer switch. It's going to have that power sensing technology. Basically, it's it's waiting for the power to drop off, and then it sends the signal to start the generator up.
1: Well, you know these are one of the, the the few investments you can make in your home that actually help to increase value of the property. That's yeah. correct. Hey, if you go to sell a house and you have two matching houses, you have a buyer and one has a generator yep. and one doesn't, yep. You know that can be a, a swing factor. It, yeah. Everyone who has ever grown up on the East Coast and has to deal with hurricane season yep. knows that is a big sell point. Yep. Yeah,
3: For, and, and the other thing, too, I love about generators is – when I go out to calls, you can obviously, when you pull into a certain subdivision, you can tell a subdivision there uh, goes without power for a while. Okay. Because? Because I can pull in a subdivision and you can see generator, 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 <laughs> generator. Uh, and yeah. and, you know, and I use this as an example. Uh, you know, I went towards Greenville, um, actually, Nashville, Nash County. Yeah. Uh, I went out there a few weeks ago, pulled into a subdivision. And I I stopped counting at 10 generators just on the first street, okay? (laughs) And and I pulled up, talked to the customer, uh, and the customer says, we go for days, Mm. days, when even if it's just a a traffic, they're at at the furthest point, I guess, of their grid, and they Mm -hmm. just go for days, even if it's for a simple tree limb-falling. Knocking, the, knocking a the power line. Down.
1: Well, and what's okay. funny is, I bet you they did those generators one at a time. You know, the oh. whole neighborhood <laughs> the was Joneses, out keeping up the. That's and then yeah. Kevin down yeah. the street, Absolutely. all his lights are on, and he's yeah. barbecuing in the front yard. Everybody's like, "Okay, time, time to go ahead and get a generator." Yeah,
0: well, you know what it was? It was day three <laughs> yeah. of no power, no air conditioning.
2: When it was ninety-seven tears. degrees yes. outside. Right yeah. when the tears start, that's Listen,
3: it. It's almost when uh, we were in Fuquay Verena a month ago. Fuquay. Yeah. and uh, That's my hometown. Okay. We were, I live
0: on the uh, hyphen between
3: Fuquay and Verena. Well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we were in between uh, Holly Springs and, and Fuquay. Yep. Okay. And uh, we, I'm talking a subdivision that's not even three years old. Right. Okay. New houses going up like crazy. Yep. We did a generator there. Uh, we were installing it the first day. Uh, we had three neighbors that, that actually saw us while we were working you know, within vicinity of the home. Sure. And in this particular subdivision, you cannot do any type of a generator or a fence or anything like that without getting your neighbors to sign oh, yeah. off on, on Variants. the on Really? right. So, of course, the ones that were adjacent to the property knew what we were doing. But what was amazing was by day two, we had 12 couples to stop by there. I mean, it, it was, hey, we're here. You know, we hear your trucks How, out here. Tell us what you're doing. Yeah, help. That's yeah. right. How, Please can, help you, us. can you come down to my house and check it out and see what we got to do from How big one? are these units? Uh, they're probably 60 by 36, you know, 60 inches That's long by 36, probably by two and a half. 30 inches tall people see
0: it and they yeah. maybe well, it's assume like a, it's
3: a heater it's right. like a, it's a little bigger than a trunk at the end of your bed so to speak. yeah mm-hmm. the yeah. size
1: yeah.
2: of an
3: air conditioner but shorter yeah though. yeah so yeah. then
2: if i heard you right you're you're using natural gas or propane so we if, we do both
3: we do both okay mm-hmm. we do not do any uh a diesel or anything like that we strictly do the uh, propane or the or the natural gas generators are con- are convertible uh, basically, what that means is they they are uh, the ability to do both. They're going to come from the factory. Uh, they're going to come from the manufacturer in natural, and you convert it to, to propane. And then another thing is we'll work with any utilities. Okay, so okay. we work with any of the propane companies, all of them out there um uh, we we work with the customer handling the coordination with all the the power companies in the situation uh that that may have and then we work with the natural gas utilities and help them with go through that process and then all of our jobs obviously uh we're going to get permits and inspections to protect the liability of of the homeowner and sure
1: how long does one of these jobs take on average from start to finish getting one of these
3: generators hooked up and rolling some of them are one day okay. jobs. Some of them are are three or four days. A little bit more complex. Some of them are, are a week. It just depends on what we have. I mean, if we're doing a, a complete electrical upgrade, panel replacements, meter base replacements, uh, service upgrade, of course that's that's going to be a little bit longer. And then you know, some of them you have to have uh, gas line conversions where you're re- reconfiguring. Uh, the whole gas system for the house, so there may be some major piping. you know one thing about us that is different uh, about comfort first heating and cooling is we're doing all the work right. uh, in other words we're going to do the electrical work uh we're going to do the the uh, gas mechanical work. Uh, so we don't have to sub out to other com- other companies. You're, you're dealing with the same company all in one. That's
1: good. Right. right. Yeah.
0: We're going to b- get back to Bernard Mumford from Mumford Restoration in just a moment. You just heard from Joel Worsham, Comfort First Heating and Cooling. If you have a generator question or you have a generator need, call us up right now, 919-860-9783. Or you could call Joel, and, Joel, what number should we contact you?
3: Well, our main number is 919-777-1777. That's and then com- you can just ask for Joel or Beth at Comfort First. Very good. A uh, local company? Out of Sanford, North Carolina.
0: Is it a national brand?
3: No. No. Comfort First, heating and cooling, Zone by two local guys here. Yeah.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. This is Making Your Home Great. On FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great with a number at 919-860-9783. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier in studio. Also, Bernard Mumford of Mumford Restoration. And Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. He's the guy to talk about for generators on the other hand you got something broken like a chair mm-hmm. if it's a good enough chair bernard's interested
2: right so you can try it yourself but the uh, chair repair is kind of a complicated thing you know what kind of a joint does a leg have and is it something where the leg is missing or was it moving damage and we do regluing of chairs, which is actually a a pretty complicated. You know, it's like um, a bar clamp bondage is what oh. we call it. You know, where you get <laughs> to <the, laughs> where you get it all glued up, and you know a cherry repair is pretty pretty tough. Sometimes you got
0: to well, it's like a yeah, it's a puzzle. Yeah, and you've got to get everything glued and put together yeah. and then strapped up. And, and then
2: it. the best part of that is that we permanently guarantee that chair. Really? So no matter how many years, this is our thirty-eighth year. Oh, wow. No matter how many years you use that chair and it comes loose again, we're fixing You're that for kidding. free. That's why we want to glue it right the first time.
1: See, these guys know what they're doing. I struggle putting together new furniture right out of the box that yeah? was shipped to my yeah. patio. <laughs> yeah. So, right. So the, the, the skill that's needed to, to do some of this work <laughs> is over my head. I
0: understand. I understand. But you'll also do reupholstery if the chair needs that right
2: right so reupholstery is something that we're constantly working on you know older pieces we just did a thomas day sofa okay that was a, a beautiful piece 1835 sofa yeah. and we refinished the wood the finish on the wood was somebody had done it uh, not too long ago but it was not done really well so we refinished the wood we reupholstered that is on our youtube channel Please go to Mumford Restoration YouTube channel and watch that video. It's excellent. Shows the house where it originated um, up in uh, Milton, Virginia.
0: And for folks who figure, well, I can YouTube this, and then we're, I'm going to be fine with this project. <laughs> there is a science to this whole refinishing of furniture, which is beyond some folks.
2: Yeah, it is a, uh, a thing where you need patience. And uh, I do see, though, that the reason I got started in this is that there's such a sense of pride when you actually have done something. Yeah. You know, Joel was talking about the piece where he stripped and then find out there's four different kinds of wood. Well, yeah. do you want to try to finish it or do you want to try to paint it? But when you get it done, there's this sense of satisfaction, and that's always hooked me. I mean, that's how we've always done. It's an addictive feeling. It's an addictive feeling, just like riding motorcycles, right, Brock? That's right. So you yeah. end up with <laughs> the the ability to, if you want to take some patience and, and do some learning, I you know I highly recommend somebody trying themselves, but yeah. stripping furniture is nothing for everybody
0: and you've got to know what was on there yes right right don't you have to recognize certain types of finish
2: yeah you do and you can use a brush finish or a spray finish or you know there's a lot of things you can do for oil and waxing and so we encourage homeowners but sometimes they get stuck and then they call us to try to help the finish and that we can do too If you get it all stripped and you realize you're in over your head and you don't really want to take the time, then we can help you to get it finished. Well, and
1: we didn't really cover it this weekend. I mean, we've talked about it a couple of times before, Bernard, when you visited the show. But uh, for the listeners that haven't had the opportunity to, to hear about it prior, he also has somebody on staff that can bring back to life vintage firearms. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something, that... Is hard to find the the type of people and the type of skill it takes to take a vintage firearm and bring it back to life. So just just the amount of things that Burner is able to get his hands on and have restored is is pretty impressive.
2: So we're just about to receive a uh, what we call the pirate pistol. You know oh the uh, the single shot. This, you know black powder yes. pistol is uh, being shipped from Kansas down for us to restore it so it's about to arrive in the mail this week that's so cool is somebody's plan to shoot
0: it again i mean Uh, well i don't think so if
1: if it (laughs) shoots it's (laughs) more valuable but if it shoots they're only going to shoot it once and then say now it's worth this and put it away in a box yeah that's
2: right so uh, we look forward to that one wow
0: that's wonderful Mm -hmm. joel Worsham of comfort first heating and cooling my house is very complicated. I, I got two heat pumps, and I got this thing and the other thing, and I, I don't think, I don't think just one generator. I, I'm concerned about the whole process.
3: Talk, well, walk me through it. Well, the process is uh, one generator would would handle it. It would do it. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, we we would we would use the technology that the uh, manufacturers give us with with load management's and and uh, and then priority settings and and then with the trans automatic transfer switches. Uh, And and the 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 generators now actually, uh, like the models that we have, the Briggs and Stratton Fortress Series, they actually have an app on their phone where the homeowner can actually see what what the generator is doing during the power outage, and oh, able good. and mm-hmm. and have the ability to turn on or turn off any of the power managements that he or she may want or may not need. Yeah. So, for instance, if you're home by yourself and it's just you, you may not need to turn the the heat pump on for the upstairs because you're downstairs chilling, looking at this great lamp. Sure, that but, that is going to get restored here. This great, la- the, 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 Le- the Le- commerce <laughs> exactly. The likelihood
0: I'm ever going to be just looking at that lamp at a, any given moment is, is is amazing.
1: But you don't just do one type of generator, do you? You have a couple of different kinds: the Bridge and Stratton, and we, you were talking earlier about the Honeywell. We
3: we do we, do, we install the Bridge and Stratton Fortress series, and then we also install the Honeywell. The Honeywell generators, yes. Okay. We we give the the options to the customer. We lay it all out. So they this one does this. This one has that. This one comes with this. This one has this type of warranty. And then at the end of the day, we want the customers to be informed of what they what they want, and let them make the decision of which particular model they would like to go to,
1: which works with their budget, which works with their budget. Makes a lot and, of sense. Yeah,
3: yeah. And you're not
0: buying. Uh, you're not selling. Off-brand?
3: No. Uh, overseas? Uh, no. Our no. generator. No. Our generator is American-made, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's America. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. For, so, for American weather. Yeah. Made for. <laughs> <laughs> American-made well. for
1: American storms. Yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah. Very good. Bernard, what's, it, what's the most unusual thing you guys have taken in the last couple of weeks? Other what? than the lamp. Other than the lamp. The gun. <laughs>
2: oh, this actually is the most, or no. Actually. <laughs> it's the so most that amazing. The, the pistol we were talking about, the fire job that we just did was uh, some unique pieces. Um, we got a piano that was in a fire, and it was uh, had a fallboard lock on it. And so we had to kind of hacksaw the, fire, the fallboard lock off so that we could get it open. To, right. to, and we're going to uh, re-clean all the strings by scrubbing all the soot off. No. Yeah, and then Oof. we clean all the felt. Wait a minute. And then we deodorize, and then we clean the whole finish. So now what we call this is a medium soot. So in other <laughs> words, it was not a heavy, heavy soot. Because sometimes the piano has to be called a total loss. Well, I would but think that's is, a lot of man hours right It is a there. lot of man hours. Yeah, it's in about the 10 grand range. About a cleaning, third, cleaning yeah. the strings? Yeah. So we have to take because a Because replacing stone. the strings was not an option. Well, because the insurance company thought that that was going to put it too close to the value of oh, the piano. Of the to yeah. it. Yeah. So we had to clean all the strings, clean the soundboard, you know, clean the action, clean all the hammers. You know, there's 5,000 parts in the action of a piano, so it's a lot of cleaning. And
1: insurance will pay for 3,000 of them. So if that's uh, right. <laughs> so you have to clean the rest, it sounds like, right? Wow.
2: And so then rubbing out the finish. So the finish was not too damaged because the soot just landed on it. Remember we were talking about the pier mirror where that was really charred at the Yeah, top? yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the soot and the heat was above the piano height. So it just, sweat landed on it. And so there's all the finishes kind of got this uh, heavy soot, which we have to get off with, you know, uh, chem sponges and then right. clean the finish and then rub it out in, again.
0: In a previous life, I worked for a fire and, and water restoration company, and we came in once, and they had had a fire in the in the basement, electrical fire. It burned itself out, but there was soot everywhere. everywhere. And mm. we were able to take – Furniture and things, it had that layer of soot on it. Right, and clean them. You can clean it and you can get it back to – you wouldn't think you would. A lot of people just throw it off the bridge. Mm -hmm. But uh, Yeah, that's exactly right. And soot is not not what you want to leave on
2: your furniture. Right, well, it gets very acidic. So what happens is is that when you have the soot in the house, let's say a medium or heavy soot, and you add the fire department, which is water, then you have absolutely an acidic – happening and okay. so on your art on your furniture on your wood on your upholstery you have to make decisions based on you know what's the replacement value what's the you know the sentimental value and how can we get the art clean pretty soon so that the acidity does not penetrate
1: so before everybody throws away that that furniture yes. those those old things that you you just don't want anymore because you don't like the way it looks Give it a yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a chance we might be able to bring this back. Well, yeah. Think,
2: you know, hurricane damage is often what we're doing for for art, you know, where it's gotten water damage. And That's some right. Of the paint is flaking. It's irreplaceable art. It's something that we can uh, in-paint and re and and that also is a YouTube uh, channel. On but,
0: your, talk to me about your social media. What, yeah, yeah. What's so you the can go uh, website?
2: To our, it's uh, mumfordrestoration.com, M U yep. M F O R D Restoration. dot com, and then our YouTube channel, also Mumford Restoration, and we're also on Facebook. And uh, Cass, one of our employees, is uh, doing a great job of posting videos um, that uh, star me, of course, of course, good talking for you. about the furniture and talking about that clock and you know the the brass stair railing we talked about on the last show and you know all of those things that we've been working on recently. All we're right. about to put the one together for the car. oh right, that's the, the a good Franklin. One. That's, that's, that's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. And that's
2: the website address. What number could somebody call and leave a message? Yeah, 919-510-6310 is the phone number for us. Uh,
3: we're open Monday through Friday and Saturday mornings.
0: And Joel, for Comfort First Heating and Cooling.
3: Yeah, 919-777-1777. And we're also at www.yourcomfortfirst.com.
0: Look for a nice logo with a sun sort of, you know, behind, in front of the words or behind the words, this is making your home great.